Okotov, today's the office of your tests in Kedusha as we learned for a fourth one for Allah's Ben Rumen and Yosef Israel, Vilchan Michal. We're at the sixth line on the Afyut However, Shlokish, and we've learned that if a man buys a, an Adam, buys a young Jewish girl from her father, and he can do that up until the age of 12, the father can only sell her until the age of 12. At that point, she goes out free no matter what, uh, whether she's served six years, whether the overall has passed, whether she, if even she didn't buy herself out, but she goes out with what we call Simon. She goes out at the age of 12. Now, the the husband, the Adam, can use that same money that he bought her with, as long as there's some money left, as we'll see. There's some money left. Um, uh, that's according to everybody. If there was some money left, meaning she hadn't worked out the whole six years. She worked out, let's say, five years and uh, almost six years, but there's still one day left. There's still some value left in what, the work that she owes to the Adam, the Adam can marry her then with that same whatever money is left, or his son can marry her. That's the law in the Torah. In other words, without any additional uh, additional transaction taking place, the husband, the uh, the Adon just says, marry me, marry me with the money that I gave your father initially, or whatever was left of that money. He can do that. So, can a man, can the Adam, marry off his young son, his underage bar mitzvah. Normally, a young, uh, we know that a man who's not bar mitzvah, he cannot perform marriage. He's not a, he's not a gadol. If a 10-year-old boy goes over to a girl and says, I remember, Kedash, leave it to Basu, Kedash, even if she's a bas mitzvah, it's meaningless. So, but over here, it's different because here, the father is empowered to do this kedushin, and he did it already. Maybe there's power to make his son, his young son, marry to this woman. Can he do that? says, He's got to be like the son has to be like the father. Just like the father, got to be a gadol, otherwise it doesn't work. So going to from Tashma. Pusik says that if a man commits adultery with a woman, they're going to be killed. So it says over there, Ish. Only for man. If a cotton does it, he's not uh, not responsible. And uh, though it's a terrible sin, he hasn't. He's not chayiv misa for that. Asher yin af If he commits adultery with the wife of another man, ish. If a man, that means bar mitzvah, who commits adultery with the wife of a man, excluding the wife of a cotton. If you commit how do you say that Pusik says if you commit adultery with the wife of a man? Now that excludes a cotton. If you say that the uh, a cotton, a young child, can be married to the Alma Ivriya uh, through the uh, through his father's uh, uh, through his father's uh, conducting it by making yield for the son, Why do you say that you can't have the, uh, a wife of a cotton. You could have a wife of a cotton if the father can marry off his young son to this Omavriya that he that the father had bought from another Jewish man. You, you could have a wife. You could have a wife of a young man of a of an underage boy. So why do you have to? So so therefore the fact that the fact that Pesach says there is no uh, cotton. Uh, the fact that it said that excludes that mashma. That you can't have the wife of a cotton, meaning he can't be married. So the Gemara says, no, just the opposite. The Elamai ain't If he can't make yud, because there is no such thing as a young boy, 
getting married to a woman, even if it was through his father's, uh, uh, you know, his, his father's instituting it by the yud. Amai kamarat like her, what is the posef excluded for? <laughs> right? Tifshit minadamiyayin, just the opposite. Why would the Pusik say, if a man commits adultery with the wife of a man, then it's adultery. But if it's the wife of a cotton, then it's not considered, uh, it's not as bad, bad. What do you mean the wife of a cotton? There is no such thing. You don't have to exclude, there is no such thing. The wife of a cotton. The fact that he says only with the wife of an adult man, excluding the wife of a cotton, indicates that there is a yud. There is a yud that a father can marry off his young son to this amavriya. However, if they commit, if if uh, the the wife then commits adultery, uh, you know uh, it's excluded. Uh, only ish ish ashirafas ish ish. Not the ish, not the wife of a cotton. How could you have a cotton? There is no such thing. No, there is. If the father marries off by yud, but the pasuk excludes it from punishment. Again, he says. First, we assume that means pratleishes cotton. That there is no such thing. We do have ishes for it. How can you say pratleishes cotton? Just the opposite. Well, am I enemy? What do you say that he can't be me? His young son. Am I? Yud makes designating the son in place of him to marry the yamavriya. So, Michael, what does the pasuk exclude for? The pasuk If there is no such thing, there is no such thing as a young boy getting married. So what is the pasuk exclude? Oh, if you commit adultery with the wife of a young man, there is no such thing as a wife of a young man. A young man can't can't have a wife. Why did the pasuk exclude? No, 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 no. There's no proof from that at all. When the pasuk says that if a man commits adultery with the wife of a man, what does it exclude? Not the case of Yiv. We're talking about a yavam. Reuben died with no children, left the brother Shimon. Shimon was only nine or ten years old. And we've said that since there's already a Zika there, as long as the boy can perform Yibam, can have Bia, uh, that's they're married, even though he's not bar mitzvah. That's what we're talking, not talking about a case of Yud. That's not the case of mitzvah. We can't prove anything from this Pasek uh, to the issue of can he make, uh, can he marry off your young son to the Amavri or not? Here we're talking about a Yavam. Who's nine years old and is be as a be up? She's fit for him because he's been, he can't make marriage on his own. He can't go over to a girl if he's nine or 10 or 11 or 12 and say, No, it's not a marriage at all. But since there's already a Zika, Minatora, all he has to do is, all he has to do is, um, um, is, is have Bia. That's it. He only has to consummate it with Bia, and that he's capable of doing if he's nine years old. So, the same. Um, I think if the Marisa has a sense, Mitaraisa, she's fit for him, and therefore she is his wife. If he if he performs Yibum, he would inherit her and uh he would be metamitra if he's a Kohen, etc. All the rules of marriage apply. Uh Mitaraisa Khazman be also be as bia. So I might think now if somebody sleeps with her, if somebody, if an adulterer comes and sleeps with this woman, she's married to this nine-year-old boy. I might use Khaivesh. If Mash Malan, then okay, he's excluded from that Pasik. Why? Technically, she is married to the guy. Minatora, she's married. And it would be considered adultery. But the Pasuk says, Isha Shayyipas Ashes Ish, the wife of a man. He's not a man, therefore you're potter from Misa in that case. Mayavla, what about our question? We write, we start off the Gemara by saying Rishlakash asks this question. Can a man may designate his young son that gets like Yamavriya for his young son or not? Tashma Ain't Number one, Yid is only by an adult boy. And Yid only does is only with with his knowledge. Gemara says Tarti. Aren't you really saying the same thing? Uh, what, you're saying the same thing. Gadol is a person who has knowledge. 
That's how Rasha learns the Kasha. What do you, you're not two things are ritually the same thing. You only have here if he's a bar das, if he knows what he's doing, meaning he's bar mitzvah, he's a gadol. Isn't it one and the same? Tosis learns a little bit differently. You need a gadol's mashma, even if it wasn't with his das, if it was against his will, or he was asleep, or something like that, or he didn't know what was going on. And das indicates, right, that no, you have to have his das, so which one is it? Tati Klomit says Tosis. The Reisham Rein Yud El of the Gadol Mashma Afiu Shlomi Das Mani Vahadur Amrein Yud El Midas Mashma Afiu Shlomi Afiu Shlomi Das Lomani So does it Das? But the way Rashi learns Pashtun is you're saying the same thing. Yud you said Ein Yud El Begadol Ein Yud El Midas. That's isn't that one and the same thing? You need Gadol who has Das Tarti. It's no Matam Kamer. Well, it is one thing, but it's giving the reason. Matam Ein Yud El Begadol. Why is he only with a Gadol? In other words, you cannot designate your young son for the Amavria. Why? So that's one answer, that the two things are really one. Yid is only with the girl. Why? Because then he does. Yid by Seima. Now we come to an interesting, an interesting different uh, uh, effect of this, of this Yid, or, or an outcome is it. Yid by Seima, Maimi Das, Midas, Tidahar Das. Now understand something. How old is this girl when Yid is being performed? She's under 12. Yet, and she's not a Bardas, right? Now, when it comes to Yibam, we said, okay, you don't need Das over there. All you need is, uh, you know, consummate the, consummate the marriage with Bia. Anybody else, we always have an understanding. Let's say a cotton is, uh, is like a cotton, uh, under our mitzvah, they have no Das. Okay, when it comes to the Dharam, we say that, you know, in the in the year before, they are considered that a Dharam or a Dharam, right? That we, there's a special case there. But over here, he says, me Das, her Das. He says, you know what it means? Yeah, when he said, you have to have an adult boy, adult male. He, he, he cannot marry off his underage, uh, under bar mitzvah age boy to this Amavriya. And das does not mean his das. Not because he needs the das of the girl. Girl means obviously it's das. The das over here means he needs her consent. Her consent, which is a very strange thing because we well, we always understand that under, under if she's not bar mitzvah, her consent means nothing. She doesn't know what's going on. Special case over here. He says, das, he him, my das, Why is that? Why? The Tony Abaya braid, Rabavu, Abai, the son of Rabu, and I guess. Pasik says, it says what in the Pasik? Um, um, if, if, um, Imra'a Baina, right? If it is bad in, if, if she's bad in his eyes. Now, what does that mean? And the Asher Loyada, which he did not, therefore he did not designate her, did not marry her. Bahafta, and then he has to allow, allow her to be redeemed. And then it says, he shouldn't, he can't sell her to somebody else. The Adam has has several choices. He hired, he paid for this girl, right? She's gonna work for him either until she's bought mitzvah, until six years happens, till Yovel, or until she buys herself back. He should, he should marry her. That's the proper thing to marry her and bring her into his uh, into his harem, whatever you want to call it, bring him into his house and and uh, and treat her like a proper wife, a Jewish wife. Okay, but it says if he didn't like her or she didn't do good by him, let's say, uh, then how so that he didn't marry her? Okay, then let her redeem herself. The pastor goes on different ways to understand that. Okay, but here we understand this: if he didn't, if he didn't like her, he didn't, she didn't do good by him, and he didn't marry her. What's shot in that? Abaya said, Abaya learned this price, the Tony Abaya, he learned this price. 
who taught him la hurla the price warmer he explained it the kedusha yield right but libra just reviewed what does that mean he didn't he didn't like it. he didn't make kedusha yield the contrabasbir the omar mos was shown slav kedusha knew the pashup shamra basbir we mentioned him yesterday we're going to have it now basbir says that the first money that he gave listen carefully when the first money what happened the adam bought bought her bought let's say the adam paid uh you know um Six six hundred shekels, let's say, for this girl, right, to work for him for six years or until Yobriel, until she buys herself out or until she has some money. So it says that first money was not for was not for kedushin. The money was not for kedushin, and therefore, in other words, that was for buying her. That was for for her services, but not for kedushin. So therefore, now, now, if he marries her, what is he marrying her with? With the money she owes him. She owes still some servitude, right? She's still within the six years, even if it's the last day. That's what he's giving her now. He's saying, you know what? The last day you worked with me, one day there's a there's a pruta work of of work left that you have owe me. I'm giving you that pruta, and you're marrying me now. That means with her consent. It's not that the father married her off. She's marrying off herself now. Obviously, she's only a katana. So what's her consent? It's the understanding when the father sold her off. Sold it with the understanding that he's allowing her to get married to this guy, but it has to be with her consent. It wasn't for, for Kedushin. And Rashi explains, Rashi halfway down, right? explained it. He's only either with whatever work she still owes him. She owes him, let's say, a pruta's worth of work. But the father wasn't involved in it from the beginning. In other words, it wasn't the father marrying Garof. The father sold her. There's two ways to look at it. The father sold her and possibly the guy's going to marry her with that. So when he took the money for Kedushin, for, for her servitude, it was also, when the father got received the money for her servitude, it was also the money for Kedushin. And he's saying, no, 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 that money was for servitude alone. If the if the, um, if the Adon wants to marry her, he has to marry her with whatever is left of her, whatever work she still owes him to complete the six years. And then she agrees to it, even though she's a Tana. So there's some power here that the father did give because she's still a town. We had this yesterday at the top of this page. His interpretation is as follows. Even if you say that the first money that the father received in servitude was also the money for Kedushin. The, the Adam gave her gave him money. He says, listen, here's money for her service. If, uh, if I like to marry her, that'll be the money for the marriage too. But why do you need her consent? The Torah calls it this designation. A yiud, uh, uh, yiud in Hebrew is what? What is the? What is your ultimate purpose? Right, you're desi- you designated her. Right, what is the? What is the purpose of this? What does yada mean? Says Rashi. Rashi, right, and uh, that that Yiud, he's translating his lashon day. It's got to be with her. Understand? Even though she's the strange thing over here is that she's not bas mitzvah, but it's got to be with her consent anyway. She has to have her, her consent. And Rashi, the previous Rashi, is an important Rashi too, because this Rav Nachman Yitzchak says, even though Rabbi Yosef Yudah says, if there's money left, what did Rabbi Yosef Yudah say? He says, we're going to see Rabbi Yosef in a minute, uh, the tiny, we're going to explain what he says, but 
Here Rashi points out before, even if you say, according to Besmuda, that the original money that the father gave was for Kedushin, what's the Nafkamina? If I'm not the father, the father received. The father received money for Kedushin. The question is, did the father marry her off or not? If you say the father married her off, in other words, when he took the money for a servitude that was also for Kedushin, then if he married her off, what would be an Afkamina? That if, let's say, she became, a, she, the, the, the other married her, and now she became an Almana, he wouldn't be able to sell her again, even though she's under 12. Why? Because we saw Rabbi Kiva holds, and the same thing with Rabbi Shimon, that ain't shiftless acher, acher ishes. And we saw yesterday, once he marries her, right, Asher, Kiva Shapir's big dova, if once he married her off, whether a regular marriage, married her off to some guy, or he sold her in servitude with an understanding of marriage coming afterwards, wouldn't be able to sell her again. But if she married herself off, meaning the original money that the father received, that was for servitude. Now she has to work for him for six years. That's her job. If there's some money left at the end, so he can marry her with that money, meaning not money, but the money that she owes him, he can marry her with that money. So that's the two ways to learn Rabbi Yosef What do Rabbi Yosef actually say? Here we are at the wide lines in the Gemara. Tanya, the Tanya, or right before the wide lines. The Tanya, where's the Brysa? Yes, the Pasuk says, Imra In order for him to marry her, there has to be some time left in her servitude, even the last day, enough to be potent. It's got to be at least a pruta there. And with that, he's marrying her. Mikan Rav Yosef in the first line of the Gemara, in If there's enough time... <laughs> On the last day of her work, it could be in the fourth year or fifth year also for sure. But even if there's enough, even if it's on the last day of her of her servitude, there's enough left. She still owes him a fruit of worth of work. He's marrying her with that. If there's nothing left, it's like right before Shkia. She's worked off the whole 600 shackles. There's nothing left. There's not even a half a fruit of work that she owes him. He's not marrying her. He's not giving her anything. Yeah, he can't marry her with that. The original money was not for Kedushin. If the original, listen carefully, if the original money that the father gave, that the father received from the other one was for Kedushin, so she's married with that even if the money's gone, right? Even the money's gone. A man says, a uh, uh, guy goes, I'd like to marry your daughter. Here's, uh, I'm going to give you $100, right? And I want the marriage to be uh, in six months, okay? In six months, a marriage. The money's gone. The money's gone. The money. He took the money. I'm, I'm marrying her. The, the money's gone. So the same thing. If if the father sold her, and that was also the case of Kedushin. So even if the money's gone, we don't care. Like Rashi says in the last line on the page in Rashi, marry marry me uh, here. I, I'm giving you this money for servitude, and I'll marry you also with this money. It could be a year. You know, from the time that he that he bought her, it's considered a a year. I'm marrying me or, or serving with money. Could argue and say, there are cases where you say, marry me after 30 days with this money. The money's gone. Maybe it wouldn't work then. That's not such a good example. But he said over here, marry me. Uh, uh, here's the money. This money will be for servitude. And I may also want to use it for marriage from, from right now, even though he actually you know, said. Who? She? Oh, she wouldn't be able to. She wouldn't be able to. We're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about this. Exactly the question of Mark. On the day we're going to discuss that in detail. So, the common of Yosef Rabbiuda, Sir Yosef said, What it says, you have to have enough money, but Meshas Mangas, Shabbatim Kadeshis, and Lavenim Kadeshis. That means that she's only marrying her at that, he's only marrying her at that point, even on the last day of work with the last pruta and Lavenim Kadeshis. So, he's marrying her with her consent based on the Pussy Yadah. You have to have Das there. Turns around like Yadah. 
is turning the dollar before the ayin, that's like Ishan of Day. He has to have her understanding, right? And if there's no money left, not. The first money was not for Kedusha. The first money was for Serbatu. Now, if she still owes him something, he's married up. Nachma Yitzchik interprets Rabbi Yashabir differently. Even if you say the first money was for Kedushin, uh, still you need her to ask. Shani Yachadamra The Tosik says, you know what? Even though technically the first money was for Kedushin, but if the Tosik says, you have to have the ability when you marry her, you have to have enough money to be powdered there, a special Tosik. So, therefore, there's two ways to understand Rabbi Yosemite says, if there's money left, you can marry her. If there's no money left, then you can't marry her anyway. Even if the original money was for was for uh, marriage as well as servitude, but if there's no money left, the Pasik says it doesn't work. There's got to be some money left when he actually performs a year. So we have this idea over here, and that's why, so what do we come out with? That a man cannot marry off his young son with yield, right? Because it says, uh, yeah, she, 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 right? He says, it's got to be a gadol. That's it. You can't, that doesn't work. And and uh, and it's got to be das. And uh, it could very well be that the other answer is, is that no, it's got to be her das. Her das, and it goes like Rabbi Yehuda, right? The time of Rabbi it goes according to Rabbi Yehuda, who says that there must be money left over there then, and therefore it's with her consent. That's the idea of midas, that it's got to be her consent. Why does it need her consent? If you say that the father originally, when he sold her, he also married her off then, doesn't need her consent. Father can marry off his daughter when she's one day old, when she's six years old, whatever, doesn't need her consent normally. But over here, we're saying you need her consent, either because she, he's only marrying her then, the father's out of the picture, the father's not considered to have married her off over here, he sold her and that's it. And then the Torah says, the husband, the other one can marry her, but the father's out of the picture. According to the first chapter in Rabbi Yosemite, the second chapter, Nachmayitzik's interpretation of Rabbi Yosemite is no, the father did marry her off, except there's a special passage that when he, when he actually, the man actually performs the marriage and consummates the marriage, there must be some money left in the in in the kid either. Listen carefully. A man can tell his young girl, his young daughter, underage, see if can go accept your condition, Rabbi Yosibuta. Like Rabbi Yosibuta Rabbi says, right, there must be money left. The first money wasn't for condition. The first money that the father received for his servant was for work. Oh, but the somebody left over there. Notice he he sold it with that understanding, but he didn't really do it. So Hanami Loshna here also. The father told her, go accept this money. Even though he didn't actually, the father didn't accept the money. Normally, when we say a man can marry off his young daughter, the father accepts the money. He can marry off until the age of 12 and a half. He's entitled to the money. But over here, where the father said, Go, go, you accept the money. You, you go keep the money for yourself. Go, you, you go do this. It's a marriage. Why? Because just like Yosemite says that a man, the first money that he served was for servitude. And now when the Adon is marrying her, he's marrying her with her consent, with the money that's left over there. The father's out of the picture. Here too, the father could say, okay, you can go accept your money with his permission. You can do that. Rashi explains that I'm at base, the top line of am base. I'm a whole from the Odea. Uh, since he sold her and he knows that the Adam could marry her if you it's considered with his knowledge it's the same thing as if he says go accept your condition and so, so if a man tells a, a, his young daughter, a six year old girl go go take money from over from that guy and you'll be married to him that works but it's considered with his consent the same way like Rebbe says if there's money left over at the end I'm uh, selling you in service there's money left over at the end and you're going to marry her that's fine that's my consent too 
Normally, said doesn't work. Why? Because Milvulot saw it. If a man lends, uh, Reuben lends Rachel $100. Uh, a day later, he says, listen, that $100 I gave you, that'll be your ring. That's your wedding. It doesn't work. Why? Because that $100 is gone. That's Lot That's not the same money. Uh, he's good. He, when you borrow money, you're not going to pay back with the same bills. You're going to pay back with different money. Milva's Lot It's not. It's not considered a deposit. But if there's a mashkan over here, mashkan is different. Again, if there's a if there's collateral there, Mikudeshes. Why? Because then you know they put up a mashkan, there's something there. But the first money was not the first one was for, for servitude, not for Kedushin. Now you're marrying off whatever's left. So what is left there? It's all it's a loan. What is a loan? She owes him the work. She owes him the work, which is the value of, of the money. What's the mashkin herself? Her, her body is the mashkin, and he's got her, he's got her under his control. If there's a, some work left in her uh, before the six years up in Vi, it makes it's a kedushin. So here also, in other words, since since Rabbi Yisrael says that she is a mashkom and the work that she owes him is like a loan. She owes him loan. She uh, he paid he paid for six years of servitude. She owes him a few more days or a few more hours left of work. He's marrying her with that. Why does that work? It's alone. The answer is because she herself is a mashkin, and therefore this kind of a marriage does work. Does she, does she have to work? She has to work, of course. Of course it'll work. Kate said, no. When? Oh, after he makes you. No, after he makes you, then she's fully married. I mean, she, has, she has to work anyway if she's married. <laughs> no, she doesn't have to. Kate said, Mrs. Yed, now we're going to explain that. He tells him in front of two witnesses, right? Mary. You are designated. Even at the end of the six years, as long as there's a few minutes left, even right before Shkia's Chama, it's on the last day of her servitude, right before Shkia, as long as something. Now he has to treat her like a wife. You can't treat her like a shifra anymore. You can't boss her around. She's a, she's a woman. See, over here, there's a difference between the way you treat a slave girl versus the way you treat your wife. For people who think that it's fun and the same, the Gemara is being very clear. You have to treat her like a wife, not like a slave girl. Yes, if you don't, Mary. So he doesn't say anything here. The Tanakam doesn't say anything about money left over because effectively he married her when he took her in servitude. Now that's when he bought her in servitude. Initially, at the beginning, is when he bought her from the father, it was an understanding, right? Even though I might marry you, so it's Leil Mafreya. Even if there's no money right now, the money was there initially. It's like it's like he married her from the beginning, right? It's like he says right? So as she said before, the Leka shows Nami Kivan. According to Tanakama, right, or the way Reb Nachman by Yitzchak understood Reb Yosher Buda, was a lot of kushinenu di kavulav almanas lisiay kedushi atliim ba'ab. Afagav the Leka shows even though there's no time left. Kivan on retochesh mitasiayli. That would be a little complicated if she committed adultery in the middle, because it's like Yid Lamafreya, according to the Tanakama. Rabbi Yosef Yudah says, There's got to be a Shavaput to left of, of, of work that she owes him in that six year period. There's got to be something left. So, in other words, the Tanakama says nothing has to be left, because the father, when he sold her originally, it was like he's selling her with the condition that he might marry her. This money might be for marriage also. Therefore, even if there's no money left now, it's like it was a marriage from the time that he bought her. 
Rebbe says, no, he's buying her right now. And therefore, it's got to be something left. Marshall, it's comparable to what? Marry me now. I want it to be later on. I, I want it after 30 days, marry me. But it's a marriage from right now. This is what you asked, Moshe. A man says on January 1st, tells a woman, marry me as of February 1st, right? But on February 1st, I want it to be married, but I want it to be Chal now on January 1st. Now, if somebody came along on January 15th, Martin Luther King Day, he came along and married her on January 15th, it's not Chal because it's, it wouldn't work. Why? Because on February 1st, her marriage is Chal and Mafreya back on January 1st. Again, it's actually Me'achshavach, marry me from today, after 30 days, we'll move in together, but it's marry now. Now, who is it? Masha Laman. When you say you give this example, who are you talking about? The Tanakama or Rabbi Yasser Buda? Elam and Masha Rabbi Yasser Buda. He said, no. He said, it's a marriage only at the end, at the end of the six years. If there's, if there's some money left that she owes him, at that point, it's inclusion. Not, 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 it's according to the Rabbanon. The Rabbanon who said that when he, when he bought her in servitude initially, that was also the marriage money. And therefore, even if there's no money left on it, was, the marriage was from the beginning. That's, who, that's what the Rabbanon said. And therefore, that works me'achshav. Says more pshita. That's obvious according to Rabbanon. What else could it be? Pshita the most obviously, if he marries her from right now, right? Schal right now, meaning me'achshav. Later on, will actually consummate the marriage. But it's schal right now. Then obviously, if somebody married her in between on January fifteenth, it wouldn't mean anything. He didn't say me'achshav. In other words, in the case where the yield, he didn't say marry me from right now. He said marry me with. I'm buying her in servitude, and he might uh, perform yud later on. He didn't say me'achshav. Rashi says, he didn't say, he didn't say the father of me'achshav. And maybe you could say, even if he didn't say yachshav, it should also work. In other words, if a man says today on January 1st, he says, listen, on January 31st, I want it to be marriage. He didn't say me'achshav. He didn't say right now. Maybe then, if somebody marries her on January 15th, it still doesn't work because it's understood me'achshav. No, the answer is only it's me'achshav. From Rebels, from the Tanakhama, you say that's yield. Yield is a different because you're the money for the servitude is at the same is really the money for the marriage too. So it's understood that it's from right now, from the time that she started working for him, the time that she became a slave girl. But you want to darshan out a me'achshav. So you might think there he didn't say me'achshav or short even didn't say me'achshav. Kamash one you have to say me'achshav. Tanyach another brisa. Hamokspito a man sold his daughter. After he sold her, listen as a man sold his daughter to Yankel. Then he went to Kitchalacher. Then he went and he married her off to somebody else. He sold her. And then he married somebody else. Sichik Ba'adam. He's just playing with the Adam. She is married. The marriage works. Lashani to the second guy. Why does it work? Because Rabbi Yosemira said that when the Adam marries her, that's only when he actually marries her. When he actually marries her, if there's some money left there, it's not from right now. So therefore, if the father married her off to somebody else in between, true, she's a slave girl, and she owes the other guy six years or until Yovel or until Simonim. But he, she's married to the other guy, married to the second guy. Again, he sold her to Yanko, to number one, and he, then he married her off to number two. He's just playing with the other. And she's married to the second year of no. Chum say no. No, the yid could work. Why could the yid work according to Chum? Because the Chum say the money that you gave initially to to for servitude was also for kedushin. 
So if the man decides later on that he, if the other decides to marry her, she was married from the beginning. So the condition to the second guy wouldn't work. Marshall wants an example. Marry me after 30 days, not today. Marry me after 30 days. And somebody else married her in between. Uh, uh, she's married to the second guy. Who is it for? Rabbanan say that if he wants to make the Yid, meaning he married, he sold her to number one, and then he married her off to number two, so she's married to number two. So the Rabbanan said, no, if, he wants, if the first guy wants to make Yid, it's Yid. No, the Rabbanan said, she's not married to number two. So said, if you sold her to number one, and then you married off to number two, She's married to number two, just like if a man said, marry me after 30 days, and somebody else married her in between. So somebody, somebody else in between married her first. The second guy was only going to be after 30 days. Sheet, isn't that obvious? That's what Rabbi Yosef says. Now the same, he didn't say in the case of what? Of, of the year. He just said, you know, uh, I'm, I'm buying you in servitude, and if he decides to marry her later on, okay, it's here from that, that point on. Says Rashi, he didn't say that. But if he said maybe even though he didn't say even though he didn't say me'achshav, it's like he said me'achshav. In other words, Rabbi Yosef Yudav, what is he talking about? A case of year. What was the case of year? The guy bought the earned servitude from the from the from the father, and Rabbi Yosef says, well, if at the time, if later on he wants to marry, have year with her, uh, if there's money left, it's good enough. But if somebody married her in between, he would be married to the second guy. That's what we said. If the father, whatever he said, said, if he sold her to number one, and then he followed no. by marrying her to number two, before number one did yield, she's married to number two. He can't do yield anymore because he was only at that point in time with whatever is left. So isn't it obvious? It's like the case of marry me after 30 days, and somebody else married her after 15 days, so she's married to the second guy. Isn't it obvious? I might say, uh, he didn't say marry me after 30 days in the case of you. He just said I'm marrying her. So the same thing over here would be. Uh, he didn't say after 30 days, but if you say marry me after 30 days, even though you didn't say ma'asha, maybe it's how right now. Kamashwan no, that it's exactly the same. That the case of you and the case of uh of uh, 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 is one of the same. So if you say marry me later on and somebody else marries her in between, she's been married to the second guy. Tanya eat another price. I'm also I'm marrying, I'm, I'm selling you for servitude, but you, I don't want you marrying her. I'm marrying, I'm selling her off from the condition. What is the Torah says, if you buy the Omer for you, you or your son can perform you. In fact, a shot is, we said, according to the Brisa, uh, that um, right? According to Brisa, it's a, it's a proper thing to do. Let's say he says, though, I'll sell her to you on the condition that you don't have yield. I don't want you marrying her. I'll marry her off later on, right? Maybe I'll do that, right? As we said before, you could have maybe acher. You could have ishus acher, acher, acher shiftless, right? Uh, that's what he said. Even Rabbi says he could do that, right? Okay. Rabbi Shimon says no. Right, you can't have uh, but you could have you could have issues after shiftless. Okay, so he says um, if a man sells his daughter on the condition that you can't have yield, does it work or not? 
So at that time, Yechamochah speak to a pasuk. I'm an Ashlo Yaid. This guy at time, Rameir says that's a good condition. That's okay. He can't marry her now. That's the condition. The condition was he can't be yud. Chomram mi Rasli Yaid mi Yaid. He wants to be Yaid. Make sure he's the Mashgas of Torah. The Torah says if you sell your daughter, the husband Adon is entitled to marry her. Marry her off to his adult son, as we know now, right? Adult son. You can't make a tnai against the Torah. You can't make conditions. Torah said these are the conditions of uh, an Amavriya. You can't change those conditions. Rameir says you could. Well, Rameir, to know kind, we'd really say according to Rameir, you can change the conditions, and his condition is fulfilled, right? Uh, it, it, the, the, right, the condition is fulfilled. But tiny, we learn. Uh, it's a, it, it's a, the condition is established. It's it's done. Tiny Isha, the guy tells I'll marry on the condition. I'll marry the condition. That I'm not going to feed you, I'm not going to clothe you, and we're not going to have relations. She's says that you can't make a condition against the Torah. Rabbi Yudah says, well, if it's a money matter, you could. Rabbi and she can agree. She says, I don't want your clothes, I don't want your money, I make more money than you anyway. You're in Kolo, I'm working. You know, um, I make more money than you anyway. So for that, you, you make a condition. You can't make a condition against having Bia, though. That's 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 considered Saraguf. Yeah, that's uh, you know money. You can be mocha. You can be mocha via having relations and a normal, normal husband and wife relationship. But what do you see? Rameir holds. You can't make any condition. Even money you can make condition. Rameir says if you say I marry me on the condition I'm not going to feed you, I'm not going to clothe you, I'm not going to be with you, it's a marriage and your condition is meaningless. You can't make a condition against what the, the Torah defined what marriage is. These are the rules of marriage: feed her, clothe her, live with her. You can't change those conditions. So how can Rameir say over here? I'm uh, I'm selling you my daughter on the condition you can't have yud. It's a good it's a good condition. How does that work? I'm a chizki shining off. I'm a the pasuk says la'ama. V'chiim gor ishes bito la'ama. You can you if you want to you could sell it just for slavery and not for marriage. You could do that. So that's special pasuk la'ama. Pam shenim ochra la'ama. Special pasuk bavad bavad. Pam shenim ochra la'ama bavad. Rabbanim the rabbanim say you can't make such a condition. If you sell off your daughter in slavery, the husband's entitled to marry her or her son can marry her despite your condition. Your condition means nothing. So what do they do with La'ama? Just say, you sell her, you sell her, you sell her means you sell her in servitude. What is La'ama? Can you sell her off to a mamzer? Mamzer's not supposed to marry her, right? Can you sell her to says, you could. She's in servitude. Even to an Amma, she sold in slavery, even to a puzzle. You might say, wouldn't I know that anyway? If he can marry her off to Absol. Now, can you marry her off to a mamzer? Not supposed to, but the condition works. We don't like her because the condition is not chal by Chayvelav. It's only Chayvelav and the condition works. Many mamzer get married. <laughs> you know, um, right? So he says, If he can marry her off to he can marry her off to Apostle. He can certainly be able to sell it to Apostle. What's the if she works for, for, for him? Ah, because she can't, he can't perform you technically, right? If he's a, if he's a mamzer, but isn't it logical if he can marry her off the pesul? Certainly, he can sell her. Because he has more power over her, because he can marry her off until the age of twelve and a half, even when she's about mitzvah, when she's a nara. Somebody can't sell her to a pesul. In other words, you can't sell, you can you can marry off your daughter until the age of twelve and a half. You can only sell her until the age of twelve. She goes out when she's twelve. She goes out of freedom. So therefore. Marriage is a stronger, uh, is stronger than selling. So therefore, I might say, fine, ma- maybe you can marry her, but maybe you can't sell her um, because selling is weaker. So you can only sell it till the age of twelve. Therefore, I need the pasuk. 
That's what the Rabbanan say. Lama teaches me, you can even sell her to a mamzer who can't, he's not supposed to marry her. Not supposed to say he could marry her, but he's not supposed to. So love, you can even say Rabbi Lezer Amr, Imlam Shemaz represented, tell me that you could sell it to a soul to a mamzer. All right, the Pasik says, right? And how does he translate the word Imrabashad is if the master doesn't like her, actually he doesn't want to marry her, right? So it says, let her redeem herself and don't sell, you can't sell her to somebody else. He translates Imrabana if she's bad in his eyes because she's uh, she can't he can't marry her because he's he's a mamzer. Imrabana you said it's a bad marriage, you can't marry her. So you already know from those words from Rabbeinu that what that you can marry a puzzle that he can sell her off to puzzle. That's obvious because it's Rabbeinu. What does if she's bad in the eyes of her other? What does it mean bad mean that he can't marry? It's a bad nesuin because he's a mamzer. So I already know you're talking about where a mamzer bought her. So I already know that a, you can sell her to a puzzle. You can sell her to a mamzer. You can even marry. You can even sell her to your relatives like your son. You have a young girl who's eight years old, and your son has got a plantation. He got it from his father-in-law, you know, father-in-law <laughs> plantation. And now he needs some help. So you want to sell your own daughter to her brother, to a brother. Can you do that? Well, he can't perform yet. He can't marry his sister, right? He can't sleep with his sister. You know what? Lama teaches me you can even sell her, even though, even though, the, even though the brother can obviously not perform uh, yield on her, you could still sell her. That's what Lama teaches me according to Blazer. You might say, if you could sell her to a puzzle, isn't it obvious you can marry her to a crow? You could, you could, you could sell her to a mom, so you can't sell her to her own brother. Her own brother might give her a nice uh, little dessert for lunch there, whatever. It might be nice to her. So the you sell it to a puzzle to a mom, sir. He could be meider. It's against the Torah. It's over and a lot, but it would work. Can you sell it to a problem? You can't sell it to a brother because the brother can never perform a marriage under any conditions, the would Michal would be a chorus, would be a terrible, would be incest. So I might say that what you can't marry her to her son. That's what Rabbi used the drasha for. All right, can you could even sell it to Krobin? So we have this machlokas. Can you sell it? Tanakama says you can't sell it to a Krobin. Can't sell that we are because she can't perform yield. What does Lama teach me, according to the Rabbanan, that you could sell her to somebody who's a mamzer, right? Uh, you know, so again. Rameyer said, what does Lama teach me? That what? You could sell her even with a condition that you can't perform yet. That's not even if you can't perform yet. Uh, 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 according to the according to Rabbanan who say, you can't make such a condition. What does Lama teach me? Either what? That you can't, you can even sell her to a mamzer. You can sell her to a mamzer, not supposed to. Rabbanan says, you can even sell her to Krobin. For a mayor, a mayor who learns out from Lama what? That you can marry her, you could sell her even though, you can sell her with the condition of no yield. Right, you can sell with this based on Lama. So Lipsulin, how does he know that you can marry her off to a mamzer? The way from That's what that that pasuk means. If you married her off to, if you sold her to a mamzer, which is a bad marriage, because you can't marry. That's where he learns how Lipsulin. The Krovim, what about how does he know you can sell to Krovim? He doesn't hold you can sell to Krovim. Sell to Krovani. I was like Rabban and Darmi ain't machal Krovim. say you can't sell off your daughter to a Karov like to your son. Who has a plantation can't sell why because he can't perform yield, but you could sell it to a mamzer. You could possibly sell it to a mamzer uh, who's uh, not supposed to marry her, but he could marry her. In theory, he could marry her. The marriage would be how, okay? And so a mayor, that's what so a mayor will say, Sulin like uh, like the way the Rabbanan learn, right? The way the Rabbanan learn, and um, or the way Rabbi Lezer learns rather from Imra Ben Now, 
and they'll say you can't marry off to Krovim. Uh, whereas uh, Rabbi Lezer says you could marry off to Krovim based on Lama. Tanikhada, one Bryce says, you could sell off to your father. Can you sell it to your father? Now let me ask you something. Can your father marry your daughter? Of course not, right? Of course not. So one Bryce says, Tanikhada, you could sell it to your father. Now, who would that go like? That would go like Rabbi Lezer, who says you could marry off to Krovim, even though he, can, he cannot be performed. But you can't sell it to your son. You can sell it to your father, not to your son. Well, what does that make sense? You can't sell it to any of your relatives. You can't sell it to your father who can't marry your daughter. And you can't sell it to your son who can't marry your daughter. It's a, it's a brother. Very good. You can't sell it to your father or to your son. That goes like Rabban say. You cannot sell her to a Karo Bishbacha who cannot perform Yiyud, right? Because it says in the other, you got you to gotta be able to perform Yiyud. So you cannot sell it to a relative. Come on. The first price that it says you could sell it to your father, but not to your son. <laughs> what does that go like? Lokrabon. And now I get the one who says you can't sell it to family at all. But Lokrabelezer, Abelezer says you could sell it to family. So what does that price go like? So it goes like Rabbana, who says what? That you can that you cannot that uh, you cannot sell it to relatives. Listen to this. But the Rabbana Ramoto, there's a site. Listen carefully. When you sell your daughter to your son. Right? When you sell your daughter to your son, is there a way for you to be performed? Well, he can't marry her. It's his sister. Could he sell her off? Could he marry off to his son? No. What is his son to your daughter? A nephew. He would be marrying his aunt. There's no way to perform year over there. Okay? So there, you can't marry her off to your son. As Rabbanu say, you cannot marry off to a Karov, would say you can't marry her off to a son. Uh, you, can't, uh, you can't sell her to a son because a son cannot marry his sister. And his son cannot marry his aunt. However, if you sell it to your, if you sell your daughter to your father, he's got another plantation. You sell your daughter to your father. Well, the father cannot marry her. Why? Because it's his granddaughter, right? But let's say the father has another son. Father's got another son. Can that son perform here? Yes. It would be an marrying uncle. his, right? Marrying his niece. He's an uncle. Then he's motive. That's the chat in the Bryce. So it says you cannot sell. You cannot. You could sell her to your father. But not to your son, because your son, there's no way to perform yid. He can't do it; it's his sister, and his son can't do it; it's his aunt. His aunt. You can't. A man cannot marry his aunt, but he could marry his niece. So, if you sell it to your father, your father can't perform yid, but your father had, if he had a son could perform yid. So, therefore, that that would that would work. That's how we come out. Tomorrow's daf is daf chof, and we'll pick it up. This uh, will take us on daf on Sunday morning. We'll pick it up. I think it's the fourth line right by the parentheses there. Start from there on Sunday, Mitzvah Shem and Daf Chaf will be on the podcast. Shabbat Shalom Lekulam. Right, right. So, so that's the Machlokas. According to Rabbi Lezer, Rabbi Lezer says you could you could sell your um, your daughter to your son, even though he can't perform yud. Right, you could do that based on law. You could sell just as a slave. You can sell that even though you can't perform. That's Rebelezer Shita. And uh, the Rabbanim say, no, you can't sell your son at all unless you could be performed. You don't see it could be performed. And, you, and we said you could sell it even to a psul, to a mamzer, because you could be performed even though it would be forbidden. It's a law, but it, it, but it, would, it would work. Okay.